Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of Coffee with Kathy and Claire. I'm Kathy, and I'm Claire, and this podcast is all about sharing our own personal experiences and struggles with modern day parenting, and having a few laughs along the way. This show is for everyone: mums, dads, grandparents, foster parents, adoptees, everyone. It's an outlet for all your struggles and to know that you are not alone. So pop us on your Bluetooth in your car, headphones in while you're going for a walk or do what I do and wear headphones while I tackle that never-ending pile of laundry. Or just take the load off and have a coffee with Kathy and Claire. Hello and welcome back to Coffee with Kathy and Claire. This is Kathy. And I'm Claire. And uh, hi, <laughs> how are you going, Claire? I'm not too bad. I've um, I've had a good sleep, which is always good for me because if I've had a sleep, then I'm in the best version of myself. And also the blue moon, I think it gave me a lot of energy. <laughs> I am absolutely shattered because I've had a couple of bad nights' sleep myself. Yeah. So, like my eye, you know, at the point where you, your eyes are a bit burny and like you've got a bit of sand in your eyes mm. type feeling. Yeah, that's that's. I'm just a bit low in energy. But, like, it's been a really, like, low month because, you know, I had a bereavement in the family. Yeah. I lost my grandmother uh, right at the beginning of August. And um, it's been it's been tough because she was a very big part of our lives. And she's been there forever, you know, grandma. Yeah. Like, she was 40 when I was born, so she was very young for us. Yes, yeah, she like, was I young. got really – I was really lucky to have so much time with her. Mm. Um, and, um, yeah, so I was, I was uh, privileged to be there with her when she passed – with my mum and her sisters as well. So um, it's been a bit of a rough, um, rough month. So, um, you know, um, you know, you got to allow yourself some time to, to grieve and to uh, process what's happening. And yeah, I still have some low days and stuff and it's only been a month. Um, but yeah, so I've just had to have like the self-discipline to get up and get everything going and the kids, yeah. you know, things don't stop because you're sad. You know, you've still got to get up. You've still got to get dressed. You've still yeah. got to take the kids to school. You still have to stick to the routine, especially when you have a neurodivergent child. Yeah, you can't not stick with the routine. And the discipline is really important with, you know, with timings and, you know, okay, so it's Tuesday, get up, get ready, get out the door. Yeah, It's, you know, things can't, unfortunately, time doesn't stop. And, um, yeah, so it's been a very... Um, it's been a very emotional month and stuff, and yeah, like I said, I'm still having downs, down days and and up days, and you know, it's, yeah, it's it's tough. Sometimes you wake up and you're like, hey, oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know that yourself. You experienced yeah. the same thing earlier this year yourself. I did, yeah, and um, I think it's a big journey that you have to go on when you have a loss like that. And and you mentioned about discipline as well, which is a really, I think, really important part for. The grievance because it is something that you need to put yourself into a situation where you're like I'm, I need to be disciplined to get myself up in the morning or to like you say keep going with the kids and things like that but well, on my, my routine is mm. strict especially at night with with um, my young one um, because you know basically it's it's remember we talked about six seven and eight you know six o'clocks dinner mm. seven o'clocks bath eight o'clock is bed you know and I, I it's very hard for me to devi- deviate from that because otherwise we'll end up being up till 11 yeah. 12 o'clock at night we miss that you know so it's 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 even self-discipline for myself so like if I'm like hey I just cannot be bothered doing this tonight yeah. but I still have to have dinner at six o'clock mm-hmm. they still have to have their baths by seven so that they're ready for bed by eight yeah you know it's true but the lines are just so blurry when it comes to discipline because i think there's the reasons for that is is you know the way that we were disciplined as kids would be completely different to what we aim to do now as parents Mm. i would feel that a lot of parents feel like that and also there would be a lot of um debates on whose parenting style was right in terms of like a, a, a physical discipline um, as opposed to a coaching discipline, if you like. Gentle parenting. Yeah, gentle parenting. Yeah. And I think there has to be a balanced person between the two of them, mm-hmm. you know, and and it'll be little things like, as parents, our generation, I feel, could be accused of not being disciplined enough of our children um, and that we're failing at it, essentially quite miserably failing at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
we do get the lot of like mum guilt because of them lines being so blurred and also because of the overstimulation that the kids have got to even focus on discipline because yeah, at the end so, of the day so it, like basically when when we get to that that time of night mm. and if i haven't done my part the kids melt down so you yeah. know what i mean so like and then i get angry because it's it's 8 30 9 o'clock 10 o'clock 10 30 11 o'clock and they're still not going to sleep yeah because you know and then that comes down to me but it also comes down to, you know, are they being naughty or are they being defined or are they overstimulated or is it because I missed that sort of half an hour window when they're tired? Yeah, you know? which is which is definitely doable. And also we're just exhausted at times. So it is just easier to give in being like, yeah, you can have another 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm really guilty of that. Mm. Um, you know, oh, what's that show? Ninjago yep just one more episode of Ninjago and it's like too late for that but at mm-hmm. the same time I just don't have the energy at that particular time to to do anything about it so well, I'm like okay go for it well after after that bath time period like we usually I'd let them play for like an hour before bed yeah um but lately we've been putting on something like um you know we've just watched through all of the Simpsons Halloween specials oh, yeah. Um, and Aiden's been fascinated by it. He used to hate watching it, but now he's like, oh, can we watch Don't. another episode of <laughs> Simpsons, Mum? And I'm like, what? But, um, and then, but then, like, the last couple of nights, we've been watching that alone. You know, have you seen that show, Alone? No, but I've um, heard of it because a friend of mine auditioned and sadly didn't get in, and I really feel like he would have been a great, um, what's the word for it, contestant. So yeah. shame on you, Channel 7. <laughs> Well, this one is through Netflix, and this is America. The American version. So yeah. the the previous the previous season, they dropped them in the middle of Mongolia, mm. and they have to survive as long as they can off the land and what mm. they have on their back in their backpack. Mm. Um, the one that we're watching now is they're in the Arctic Circle, like they're in the Arctic, so it's freezing, freezing yeah. cold. They're trying to like catch rabbits and stuff. Aiden's fascinated with the whole survival thing, so it's it's actually not a bad. You know, it's actually showing them hunting and showing them living off the land and how hungry they're getting. Well, that's and... a form of discipline in itself, isn't oh, it? Yeah, Watching but... somebody have the... Um... Well, some mental discipline on their point, you know. Um, and physical. Yeah. That would be a mixture of the two, I would say. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, you know, Aiden watching that, I think it would be really awesome to get him into something to to go and you know learn those survival skills and that would yeah. come back to discipline as well like i'm not going to punish him by putting him in the woods for a, you know six months no, it's fun though isn't <laughs> it like a, it's, it's not really a punishment it's more of a, a an education on how to, to survive which yeah. in them sorts of like i guess scenarios when you would be like put into a jungle you know oh i've trapped a jungle actually and i survived interesting well, fact you know what with the way that the world is going right now learning how to trap your own food is probably not a yeah. bad idea yeah. um but yeah so we sit down and watch one of these episodes before bed he knows that once the episode's finished it's time yeah. to go to bed usually harry falls asleep while we're watching that yeah so um but yeah then like if it's slightly like if i don't time it right i get a lot of pushback yeah. about going to bed and then I get frustrated because... Because you haven't been disciplined. Well, enough. no, I have stuff. Well, because I've timed the, time the night wrong. Yeah. But, like, I've got stuff to do. When their heads hit the pillow and they go to sleep, mm. my routine keeps going. So I've got, you know, I make sure all the laundry's picked up around the house. Yeah. I, cl- I tidy the bathroom. I clean the kitchen. I make sure everything's ready before... I can go and sit down yeah. and play the Xbox or whatever that I do. I was about to say, don't like Kathy. Basically, all you can do is go and get in your gaming world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I make sure I, I have to be disciplined. I have to make sure the dishes are done. I have to make sure everything's <laughs> tidy so that I can go and switch my head, like switch off. Yeah, you know? exactly. But um, the list is endless and like we can learn new tactics beyond that exhaustion, I suppose. Um and there are so many different approaches and methods that are out there to make it work. But, like, the big one is just figuring out what it is, isn't it? Like, old practices of um, training people to obey rules, for example, mm-hmm. rather than the um, new version of encouraging them to change actions and make better choices, which obviously is a better fit to, to being able to discipline 
um, and to raise decent human beings because at the end of the day that's that's the goal isn't it that's the goal as parents is to make sure that our kids become decent human beings that's that's what we want and for them to be happy as a boy mum as Mm. a boy mum and I know a lot of people hate that phrase boy mum why would people hate that phrase a lot of people especially influencers like to identify themselves as boy mum or I'm an autism mum or I'm a you know they label themselves and then they make that their whole life and okay. like that, I'm not, I'm not into that. But as a boy mum, mm. um, I find that um, my <laughs> my brain is just gone. Where are you, Kathy? <laughs> I have no idea. What are you doing? Um, as, as a boy mum, you were saying. As a boy mum, I just think that um, you know, it is really important to stick to the stick to the plans and make sure that yeah, you know, we we have that like. Oh, I'm sorry, my, my it's, it's, is... No, I understand what you're saying because actually, because obviously I'm, I have the pigeon pair and I can definitely say that my daughter's way more agreeable and so there isn't as much of a structure that you need in terms of um, if I suggest something to her, she's much more agreeable, but with you do. And it doesn't really change, I don't think, because even in adulthood, men tend to need to be coached into getting something out of them that you want done (laughs) do you think though that learning discipline and stuff for the for the children Mm. do you think it's different for your youngest girl because she's she's neurotypical like you Um, don't think she like and your eldest um does have a diagnosis so do you think that would be the difference between her being more agreeable because my eldest is as far as we know, is neurotypical. I believe he mm. he does need a little bit of help. I, I think he may have um, uh, ADD because um, he does struggle at school with the concentration and things. However, he's always been very um, organic with following the rules and doing the right yeah. thing. And, and even the teacher said at school, he's very... Um, he's agreeable. He, he's very rule-focused. So, like, if, he, if someone's yeah. actually playing up in class, he's more likely to say, come on, yeah. you're going to get us all in trouble. Can you yeah. not, you know? Um, I think there could be definitely something in it in terms of, like, the ADHD. Of obviously, that comes with its challenges. But um, I do also think that there's a difference between boys and girls, and boys are a little bit more, oh. like, want to push their boundaries and not and, and just be more strong-willed and highly spirited and not say that girls don't do that, but I suppose that's what comes along with ADHD, isn't it? A lot of strong will and highly spirited like yeah. ways. So it can definitely... But also I feel like, no offence to men, but the vast majority, you know, if you need something doing, you can't really ask them to do it. You need to set the scene. So either they think it's their idea... Yeah, you do. Or you have to put it on a list of things that need doing and then the acts of services come in, right? Yeah, and, um, I, ha- I hate having to nag. But my thought has come back Okay, good. for what I was thinking go. before. As a boy mum, mm. it is my responsibility raising boys to not raise assholes. Well, yeah. You know, so, like, I need to raise kids, boys. I mean, you've got a daughter. But, I like... As boy mums, we need to raise guys who are not going to be balanced and treat people how they want to be treated, you yeah. know. So you see so many late teenagers and early men, men in early adulthood. So I'm talking about people from probably 18 to 30 now, mm. um, entitled um, yeah. Not all men, guys, not all men, not all people. Mm. But I've, I've noticed that a lot of people are showing a lot of entitlement. they financially entitled to their parents' money, financially entitled to, you know, they, they feel entitled to their partner's money. Um, this is men and women. So, mm. like, our job as parents is to raise people who are decent human yeah. beings. You know exactly, but you know it's funny you say that because I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and we was talking about kindness, and we was talking about all these types of things that to, to try and install and try and teach discipline, everything. And we were we were questioning if it is teachable or if it is just part of your conditioning of who you are, because you can teach kindness, but to put it into practice, are you always going to be kind? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, it, is it something that you can install or is it something that you're just born with in the same way that a 
person would be born being evil. It's a it's a real. I mean that in it again in itself is like a huge well, like, episode, isn't it? We, my, Aiden and I, we watch a lot of. Um, there's a lot of um, followers that I follow on Facebook and YouTube, mm. and like Charlotte Dobre. I like following uh, her name is Chris. Call me Chris. She's a big TikTok star. Um, and then there's another one called Mr. Ballin. See, and, I know none of these, but yeah. now I'm going to have to have a little look in on And then you've got Bailey Sarian. She does murder and makeup. Oh, I love her. Yeah. She's brilliant. Yeah, oh, so I just clapped because I like, think she's awesome. They're all buddies. Like, they're all buddies. Yeah, she's so and, cool. Yeah, she's cool. And um, do you forget she's even doing her makeup? Yeah, yeah. You, you literally just listen. forget. You listen. And at the end, you're like, wow, you're so beautiful. You told <laughs> such an epic story of murder. That's right. And that <laughs> Mr. Ballin, he tells a lot of stories. He, he does a lot of story time about mysteries and murders and I don't know this one like but this. if he's mates with Bailey I'm I'm all in. Yeah, he's decent. Like he's he's a really decent YouTuber. He doesn't swear. He's he's mm. he's like decent. So I was listening to one with Aiden yesterday and he was talking about how this this child was horrible. He was he just there was just something wrong with this boy when he was growing up. He was just mean. He was always torturing animals. He um and then came to the point where he was about 16 and his parents had another child and he locked him out of the bedroom and he was stabbing his sister. I've read about The this. baby. And, and the mum basically beat him to an inch of his life because there was just nothing else to do because he they, he fought her to try and hurt the child. Anyway, so Aiden oh, was sitting there. It's, it is a big story. And we I'll find the Reddit post and I'll read it in another episode. We'll do like a dark episode. I, oh, think. Like is, some I don't people, know how I feel about this. <laughs> It's, it's, it comes back to discipline and stuff. But yes, there was course, nothing yeah. they could do to discipline this child. That's what I'm saying. He was horrible. Mm. Um, and Aiden's eyes were like saucers. He was like, oh, my God. And, yeah. and like, I'm like, oh, okay, we've pulled into the driveway. We're going to get off. And he's like, no, I want to listen to it. I said, there's like 10 minutes left. And he's like, no, I want to listen to it. He was committed. He was invested, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and just, just listening to some, like some people have it bad. Yeah. You know, I mean, how do you discipline a child like that? Like, if, if this child is obviously something really badly wrong with them when they're born, like something mm. in their brain chemistry is off and no medication helps and their behaviour is just intolerable and things like that, like... They I, say that about um, Jeffrey Dahmer, I think it was, because he was from quite a nice upbringing. Like, in all the research, although his dad said that he'd had dark feelings or something like along them lines if you've watched that was the most intense series i think i've ever watched in my life Dharma. i haven't watched that one yet it was intense and i knew a little bit about the like him and his history yeah but i didn't know the depth of it and oh my gosh we could do a whole episode on it it was intense but again ted bundy well yeah ted yeah but ted bundy did have if Correct me if I'm wrong, and Ted Bundy, I, want, I don't want to say fans, but I'm pretty sure that his upbringing was um, somewhat um, like, well detrimental to his future. As in, yes, it wasn't exactly the best upbringing, but Jeffrey Dahmer was from... There was a few things that went on, but he still had parents, well, his dad in particular, that was invested in him. But I suppose there was some weird stuff, like he, what's, taxi, what's the thing when you make stuff animals? Taxidermy. Taxidermy, yeah, he got told to do that quite early. I didn't, I haven't really followed that. Watch but yeah, it. I did. I did hear like he because didn't wasn't he the one who went to live with his uncle and his uncle was like a weirdo as well. Oh, now I'm forgetting. Oh, we'll have to. We'll yeah, have, that would be a, that we'll, would be a good one. We to will do, have though, to it? do like an episode or a series mm. on just serial killers or, or just people <laughs> who are dark. just oh come on because people love that stuff. Yeah, no, you know, I don't but, mind. I mean, but as a parent, as a parent, like, could you imagine like? Getting that phone call saying your your child's been arrested because he's yeah. a serial killer. Oh my god! Yeah, and you would going back to like you know what this episode is about. Like you would, you would be questioning everything and having all sorts of mum guilt because, like I said before, discipline and the intention with it is to raise de- decent human beings, teaching the difference between right and wrong, making good choices, um, emotional stability, and being able to self regulate have good decision making self respect respect for others these are all things that i guess the intention of discipline comes around to right like all of these things and you know you can only do that essentially by setting boundaries that would be yeah the only way that you can do that to set these boundaries 
for our kids and um you know what happens if you don't set these boundaries and i was i was listening to something the other day it was another podcast and they was talking about um discipline and boundary setting and everything and one of the listeners had actually written or voiced in or however mm-hmm. they did it and said you know my parents they were the ones who didn't discipline me as a child and therefore I wasn't raised with any of it they never set any boundaries and I'm like hmm I was thinking to myself well really that's just blaming like you know you've gone into an adult and you've started to blame other people for everything and which is essentially what the host had said the same thing yeah I'm sorry but at the end of the day regardless because you could have somebody who's in a household where they have had a lot of boundaries and structures put into place but still turn out not how you'd hoped um and then and you know maybe getting into drugs or going to jail or whatever the case may be but then you could have somebody who's from a really struggling household um perhaps they were mixed in with addicts or something like that and not have a great childhood but they changed the patterns they disciplined themselves and they ended up becoming decent human beings and completely changed so it's it, it, well, it's that's, a strange one isn't it well that's that's the same as okay so there's a story about a twin these twins twin boys mm. they raised they were raised with they lost their mother very young their dad mm. was an alcoholic he was abusive blah 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 they right they were raised exactly the same in mm. the exact same environment and then you had one of them grew up to be a addict himself yeah in and out of jail lots and lots of trouble you know blaming the world yeah the other one grew up to be a successful detective yeah. and stopping people from treating their children how they were raised so i think a lot of the things we do as as adults are decisions that i mean you have to decide am i going to be a victim of my own circumstances victim mentality yeah. or am i going to change the way yeah the life is going exactly you know and like um even going back to like the discipline and the set of boundaries and the stats show that um you know even that children will be more likely to engage in negative behaviors that are harmful and even potentially dangerous for themselves as well as others if they have no structure that's the stats whether or not that's actually happened that's what they say um they also say that they have more chance of being unhappy um they have more chance of being selfish and generally unpleasant company if they haven't had these boundaries and mm-hmm. discipline in structure. Um, lacking self-control, lacking social skills that are important for making friends and, um, and, and having patience and being able to know how to share. And basically, you know, just appropriate behaviour. And, 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 and that they don't respect parents, but then go into not respecting authoritative like figures you know oh, like yeah. police or educators or whatever the case may be um and this the thing that when i was doing some research on it is that obviously neurodivergency can play a part in that being challenging but yes. you could still have to put these things into place right well with with as with autism you could yell at the child and the child would just look at you and be blank you know or you could yell at a child and that child could completely melt down Mm. you know um harry does not like raised voices so like if i yelled at him he is going to stop in his tracks yeah you know um and the only reason i even yell at him is when he's trying to run away like trying to get out the front door or he's trying to like he's i'm like come here you know i need to get you dressed and Mm. he's running away being not being cheeky he's being like no i don't want to put clothing on even though it's two degrees outside yeah you know um but with with asd like there's a few things that people have um i've read a couple of um episodes i've read a couple of articles on with asd and other neurodivergencies that praise and rewards work a lot for discipline um as in like descriptive praise, like, well done, you know, or thank you so much for staying calm when you didn't win the game. Mm-hmm. Or thank you so much for putting your iPad down when I told you to. It's true. You know, it's amazing. Um, and then, you know, like things like clear rules about behavior, um, being like the, there's a, a technique that they use for autistic children. It's called then and next. Mm. And it's, it's simple for little kids as well. So first get ready, then have playtime. 
Mm. You know, um, first have your bath and then we'll have dinner. And yeah. then first you have, well, first eat your dinner and you, then then you get an ice cream. You know, so it's in the next. So you do what I need you to do and then you get a treat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also um, a lot of um, people who have autism now, like as adults, they would identify this as like a bad thing sometimes because it's like I'm going to withhold what you want until you do what I want. Just a bit of manipulation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's manipulation of love in that respect, though, isn't it? There's different types of manipulation, a, and that's manipulation with love. Like it's a it's, big thing. Like, they call it puppy train, basically, yeah. and that's, you know, good and bad. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you don't want to train your child like a dog. Um, then there's, like, things like clear consequences for in a, uh, for appropriate and inappropriate mm. behaviour. So and like, age as well. Yeah, like, time out for, like, children who love spending time by themselves. Time out's not going to work. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So chores might be better, or but you don't want them to think that no, doing you don't chores, want chores to be. You don't want them to think doing chores is a punishment. It's a that's a that's a household duty. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's not a punishment. So like maybe scooping the poop from the dog would be mm. a better punishment, or you know whatever. Um, and then yeah, like it's just basically everyday social skill social skill building. Yeah. So like when Harry is in trouble. It's very hard for me to discipline him how I would have disciplined Aiden. Mm. So I could have said to Aiden, okay, you're banned from your tablet for a month if he's done something really bad. He understands that. If I said to Harry, being that he's almost five, you're banned from the tablet for a month. Mentally, he's three. Mm. You know, he won't understand that. Mm. If I sit him on a timeout step, he's going to understand that, that he has to stay there. But... Because he likes to run, so you take. He he would rather be running, yeah. So it is, it is hard because when we were being disciplined as children, Mm. like we'd get smacked ass and get sent to bed. Well, I mean, (laughs) this is the thing though. We can be guilty of how we were parented. Um, we can become part of how we're parented because when we're at our wits' end, we can resort to old habits and ones that, you know, some may still be using, and it's coming and and it's easily done. Um, because it's it, it's a habit because you were brought into that. So, for example, I used to run upstairs and lock myself in the bathroom, but I wouldn't. I don't think I've ever done that to the point where Jared's ran to lock himself in the bathroom, and so it's completely different discipline. But you mm. can. I would find it really hard pushed and kind of called bullshit on anybody who has not lost their temper and been at their wit's end with their kids because oh, yeah. we're overstimulated. A B. We are also triggered by old behaviours of, of our parents and I'm not saying that there was anything wrong with that they did. I'm just saying that these I are mean, old triggering behaviours that we can revert back to. Our parents and, did their best mm, for what tools they were given. So that's my point. we're doing our best for the tools that we were given. And again, this comes upon us to our, discipline ourselves to show the discipline in yeah. the right way. And um, well, as you were saying before, though, discipline, there's punishing, like, you know, there's discipline by way of, you know, a, a tap on the bottom or a smack on the hand. Mm. Like, I'm going to smack a hand if that kid's about to touch the hot hob. Well, this you know is where, I mean? yeah, well, exactly. Um, and then there's there's a difference between smacking the hand. No, don't touch it. It's very hot rather than a trip to the hospital because he's grabbed the, the gas stove. You know, I'd rather smack his hand, um, which he understands, then I'm not going to beat him to an inch of his life because he's been naughty and he's tried to touch something hot, Mm. you know. And this is where the lines are blurred for me in terms of I definitely don't agree with the smacking and things like that. It's not something that I agree with at all. However, I would say that there is a huge difference between a beating and a physical disciplinary act so for example you know a six or an eight-year-old would understand a smack on the bot not on beating just a smack on the bottom would be a physical act that means they've done something wrong mm-hmm. so i wouldn't necessarily do that but i'm just saying that i don't really see that as being an illegal act or something that is going to damage your child forever whereas obviously that's something that can come into play as in social services may find that 
to be I don't, I don't mean I don't know the ins and outs but the, what I'm saying is that the lines are blurred so I know for example in New Zealand you cannot smack your child in disciplinary act it is illegal um, and so therefore some little act of smacking on the bum would be essentially an illegal disciplinary act whereas if it's done in, a, in an environment where it's just a quick physical act smack on the bum sent to your room for 10 minutes or whatever it is mm-hmm. didn't you know and, and, and you can hear it all the time people saying things like it never caused me any harm, which, you know, this is where the lines become blurry because it's like, did it or didn't it? And it's such a confusing one. It really does always confuse me because I can see both sides of the arguments yeah. when it comes to that type of discipline. I really can. Well, I have here the page in front of me. It's called Youth Law Australia. Mm. Okay, so this is WA laws. Mm. Um, and they're talking about child abuse. And child abuse is any action towards a person under the age of 18 that harms them or puts them at physical, psychological or emotional risk. Yeah. Okay, so like child abuse, physical abuse is punching, hitting, st- strangling, snapping, slapping, kicking, shaking, biting, throwing or bur- burning. Of course. Um, emotional abuse is criticism, controlling behaviour, teasing, ignoring, yelling, rejection, exposing them to violence or exposure to drug use. Yeah, Neglect is failure to meet their basic needs for food, clothing, shelter, safety, hygiene, medical care, or education, and then they go into sexual abuse, which I won't read. Of course. Um, So basically it says, is it okay for my parents to physically punish me or hit me if I've done something wrong? It says here, no one is allowed to use extreme force to hurt you. This is Western Australian Which is true. Um, No one is allowed to use extreme force to hurt you, but it is not against the law for your parents to use a reasonable physical punishment such as a smack. If you are hit often or you are not being hit as punishment but because they lose control, then this is against the law. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's like saying that, um, you know, if they feel that they're being punished too harshly, too often, or if they're constantly scared of being hurt, then they can reach out to to somebody who's trusted. Um, But, yeah, so... Which is good because they do teach that in schools because my son come home from school the other day and he was talking about his safe people who to speak to and I absolutely love that because again this is going back to discipline self-discipline for himself and I said if you were in trouble about anything secrets and the, and the school was explaining the difference between secrets good secrets bad secrets yeah. so you know a surprise party shh don't tell anyone it's a surprise that's an okay secret to keep then obviously we've got the naughty the secrets that yeah. you just don't keep but I said to Jared, if you've ever got a secret that feels wrong in your belly, that means you tell somebody. Yeah. And I've been trying to teach my son to have enough discipline and have enough awareness that he needs to build himself a village of people that he can go to. So he may not feel comfortable coming to me because I'm his mum. Yeah. For whatever reason, I don't really care. Yeah. But as long as you have somebody that you've created a village for, auntie, friend, you know, whatever, an older kid, like, yeah. you know, that you trust, you go to them. Well, I've already always said to my nieces, because my nieces, so I've got um, 10 nieces and nephews. Yeah. And I have uh, nieces who are 12, exactly the same age as Aiden. They're only six months older, but they're roughly all about the same developmental age, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've basically said to them, if you need to talk to anybody and you feel like you can't go and tell mum, call me or message me on Messenger and I'll I'll ring you up and, and have a chat. Yeah. You know, I don't, or if they come to stay with me on the holidays and they feel that they need to talk to me or tell me anything, exactly. my door's always open. And like, yeah. You know, and, and that's, um, you know. Exactly. And I think, like, going back to, you know, building this village, and sometimes we're not always the best ones to go to because, you know, the fact is, is that our kids will suffer their greatest wounds from us as parents. And that's because we're human and it's fact and we don't get it right the entire time. So perhaps at some stages they're like, I can't come to you. So you do need that. And I think that's really important um, that we we get them to be educated enough and grow up, like grow up to know that there's other people out there that can help not just put all of that responsibility on the parents. It's really, yeah. really, really important. So and with discipline, mm. so how as parents do we know what's too much? Well, I I think that in terms of, you know, consequences for learning, not punishment, would be really important. That's something that I've been practising as well. So I'll give you an example. There are steps to this. Um, And I would like to get someone in to talk about these steps more on a much 
broader basis. But ultimately, I think a really important part, and I'm learning this, a really important part of teaching discipline and also getting the boundaries to be respected is to show empathy for the Mm -hmm. situation. So, for example, it might be that my son's out and he's acted very boisterous and extremely overwhelming and it's causing a destruction within a group, something like that. So um, that would be class that is like naughty well i don't you, i or? don't i don't like to use the word naughty ever really i don't think it's but as other people use. looking in they're like that's a naughty kid i think it would just be that that they were crossing the boundaries right mm-hmm. and so there it would be like my thing would be i don't like and i try really hard to not embarrass him in front of other people i can't always mm-hmm. say that i'm not guilty of it because i've i've lost i'm like done Mm -hmm. but most of the time the way and especially what I'm practicing now would be like okay come here let's talk I take him away so nobody else can see it Mm -hmm. and I'll try and get him to explain to me as as why yeah you were doing that I do the same um but I try and get down on his level so when he was little I could get just yeah. down on my knee and talk to him. Now he's almost looking me in the eyes. So. Either, either way, you can. There's a way you can sit down and yeah, you're yeah. on the same level. And then it would be a case of, okay, what's going on, mate? Like asking the question rather than just dictating to him what had happened. So you know, letting him tell me what happened, then asking what's going on. Is everything okay? Because mm-hmm. usually behind that behaviour. There's a hidden something going on. That's yeah. what I'm finding. Then it might be empathy because he may say to me something along like, well, they were doing this to me and so I reacted like this. And I say something along the lines of, okay, well, do you think you could have probably handled that a little bit differently? Could you not have turned around to them and say, I don't like that, so I'm going to go and play over here yeah. and I'm going to leave the situation? You know, trying to yeah. coach him to, to perhaps think of a different way to do that. And then also saying, I understand sometimes because that might happen to me. People don't always like the way that I am. But that's more of a them problem than a you problem. So take yourself away from it. So that's how I'm trying to do it. So I've exactly what you just said. I've been there. Um, And you, I think, witnessed Aiden having a bit of a breakdown. It was on the street. Um, There was an altercation between him and a younger neighbor. Yeah. He was shot in the face. Well, the kid was throwing rocks at him or... Something like that. It was a while being, ago now, he wasn't was it? Yeah. Bit, it was about a year ago now. Mm-hmm. He was being a bit annoying and Aiden told him, please stop, please stop, yeah. please stop. This child's probably about seven, six. I think young, young. Yeah, he's he, young, he's he, young. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he was told to stop several times. Yes. And then Aiden basically went, right, I'm not going to play with you anymore. So the yeah. kid picked up a Nerf gun and shot him in the face yeah. with it. So instead of putting his hands on the child, yeah, Aiden lost his temper. I saw, and he punched the grass. Like yeah. he went down and he was losing his temper on the grass because he didn't want to put his hands on another child. Because I've always told him there's absolutely no reason to put her hands on anybody else. Yeah, and basically the parent in question basically told me it was bad parenting that yeah. I had taught him not to put my, his hands on somebody else and to just. Focus your anger somewhere else. Now, I said to this person, look, would you rather him have punched your child in the face for hitting him, like shooting him in the face with a Nerf gun to start? And, yeah. and she didn't seem to be respect, like receptive of that. And But, yeah, I was told, you know, it was bad parenting yeah. to have taught my child to focus his anger somewhere else rather than literally jump on this child who's half his age and beat him up. I think... It's, I mean, it's all about perspective, and that's definitely not one that I share. But what I did notice in that situation, actually, I'll be honest, is that he self-regulated, to be fair. I caught him because I was actually driving, and I remember because I left my car just running. I didn't even take the keys out. I was just like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong with him? And and I went over, and I was like, buddy, what's wrong? And he just wouldn't talk to me. And he was was Mm self-regulating, and he was just – he was just – he internalized down he was yeah and so i said to him listen i've just left the car running and i don't think i should have done that but i also am not comfortable about leaving you here on your own when you're this upset can you please come with me so i can at least walk you home to your mum's yeah and he was like he didn't really say anything but he did it Mm -hmm. but i i was impressed with his regulation like i thought it was good that he'd just taken away he was like kind of hiding him underneath underneath this tree god bless him and i was like 
Because he didn't yeah. want to hurt somebody else. No. Because he was so frustrated, he could have thrown hands. It could have gone the other way. He could mm. have he could have hurt this child. The kid realised he'd done wrong and he'd ran away. Yeah. You know. He did. And then when we went to discuss it with the parent later on, yeah. it became another, you know, verbal altercation because they thought that I was just going to go off where yeah. he wanted to apologise for his behaviour and they thought he thought that they should both apologise to each other. Yeah. Um, but she was like, he doesn't know better. He's too young. No, hang on a second. Your child knows enough that you don't throw rocks to people yeah. and then you don't shoot people in the face with a Nerf gun. Exactly. You know, and that, that comes down to discipline as well of course it does but my child had this the the goal to not the goal but he had the he was self-aware enough to know that he could go he should go and apologize and they should both because i said to him what do you think we should do now and he goes i think we should go and apologize to each other i'm like okay let's Mm. go so as soon as the door opened it was um quite hostile um because they assumed that i was just coming to um scream at them Mm. Um, and then that was when I was accused of being a bad parent because I had told my child to focus their anger elsewhere other than, you know, physically yeah. towards a person. So, um, but yeah, like it, it was hard because I was like, like I had to discipline myself not to throw hands at the, <laughs> the parent because, you know, and, and then, you know, it, it's just like everybody's got their own crap going on behind closed doors and stuff. And I understand that, but like, you know, you don't, don't, Direct your frustrations at a child. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. one that's not yours. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I mean, it is illegal to like at a childcare centre. You can't smack a child's hand. No, of course you can't not. Do and, that. And, so, like, and... what your mum, what a mum could do, mm. is a like a teacher or a childcare worker can't do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, obviously, because it's not your child. Yeah. But and also, um, as well, I think we have to remember something about the fact that ultimately. In the heat of the moment, it's really difficult to remember this one, and I have to teach myself this one quite a lot. But in the heat of the moment, um, you get triggered, triggered, and you're reactive into almost like a child state yourself. So you mm. become like two children at some stages, yeah. two children just butting heads. And you got to remember to check in and remind yourself that you're raising a child, and that child hasn't got adult comprehension at all. Mm-hmm. So you know. You, you've got to dig into that former child and think what you were like as a child. You don't get it. Like, you really don't always get it. And so, like, in in them moments, even with that whole situation before, like, they are just kids and it was almost like the adults are kind of taking over this scenario and it was all, it was all about the kids. Yeah. So, you know you know what I mean? Well, when it, when it happens, kicks off, yeah. all the other adults in the street are like, what's going on? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, What's happening? There's so raised we get, voices. Oh my god, you know. We all get triggered back to being children, and you know, even even going back to even with the the discipline for that situation, or or the solution. Let's call it a solution rather mm-hmm. than a discipline. But the solution was Aiden come up with a great idea. We both did something wrong. Essentially, yeah. we both went and apologized to each other, and didn't pan out that way. But that was a, that's a good idea to a solution. Well, also it, when it kicked off. Um, it got to the point where this neighbour was encroaching on Aiden's face mm. because she was had her finger in his face, you don't ever touch my child. Well, he didn't touch your child. Your child yeah. actually assaulted my child with the rocks and the Nerf gun. Mm. He didn't touch that child back. Yeah. And I got so angry to the point where I was like, go and get in the car. Yeah. Aiden, go and get in the car. And later on, and basically I told her what I thought, and then I walked away because yeah. I could feel my blood pressure going up. And this is what I'm saying. We're not. We're then like we've taken ourselves out of a disciplined <laughs> well, situation. Well, I walked away. I got into the car, yeah. and as we drove up the road, he was like, "Mom, I've never seen you that angry before." Yeah. But you walked away, and I'm like, I didn't feel like going to jail today. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean that was self discipline to have to walk away mm. from someone who was essentially. Um, a step away from like grabbing exactly. my kid around the neck, you know. So it was like I felt very threatened, and I removed him from the situation. Yeah. And then I was like, "Look here, you know, I think you need to focus on your own parenting mm-hmm. rather than focusing on mine." We and, live in a judgmental world, so this is kind of what goes on. Exactly. We all have our own perspectives and um, our own judgments on how things go, but I liked. I don't really like the drama in <laughs> them sorts of things, so I mm. kind of tried to. 
Whew. Well, but, you um, sort of found yourself near the centre of the drama anyway, even if oh, you weren't even there. <laughs> I know. But I just, I'd rather say nothing. <laughs> Because it's just like, I don't know, energies for me is a really big thing. And just, I guess I've disciplined myself to do that. Because the old Claire, you know, the people who know me from my early teens and 20s would know that I dropped bombs. You would have have brawled. (laughs) I was pretty G. (laughs) I was pretty gang. But I don't know, as I've kind of like gotten older, it's just like, you know what? That type of attitude does not serve me, doesn't suit me. I don't need to talk to you about it because this is, again, the sort of thing that I try and teach my son. This is a you problem, not a me problem. I'm, you know, that's kind of how I feel about it. It's just like, whatever, I don't really care. I'm not confrontational until... My child is the centre of that confrontation. Yeah. So, like, if you want to come and put your hands on my kid, then I'm going to get involved. Yeah. Mama bear's coming out. Yeah. And, you know, that could be a partner. That could mm. be a, an older, an older we- child. It could be somebody who's just bullying my kid. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to stand back and just let them get bullied. I mean... Or, you know, in- let, let them get... Even with their own parent, like, the father or whatever. Yeah. Like, in... You have to know where the line is. And if you think your partner's overstepping the line, you have to have the balls mm. to step up and say, hey, I think that was a bit much. Yeah. You know, as well. And that's having the confidence in your own self and relationship to know that that's not coming back on you as well. Yeah. You know. I haven't really been in the situation where I need to, at the moment, I haven't been in a situation where I've needed to defend. Um and I'm not sure quite how I would go about it from from my perspective. I'm not sure. I'm I'm pretty sure I would try to get my son to deal with him, he, whatever it was that was going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would intervene. I'm, I, but I haven't been in the situation to know yet what I would do, to be mm-hmm. honest. It's not really a come across. Um, and also I know that he can be quite tricky in his relationships. He's got to sort himself out mm-hmm. in that situation. But, like, in terms of... Um, you know, what would be the next go-to when we'll go back to, to, to how we put this into play for, like, discipline and, and boundary setting. Another good one that I thought I'd mention, because I've just come across this recently, is because nobody really these days likes the word punishment. We know mm-hmm. that essentially there's research to show that it can do more harm than good, right? Yeah. And with one of the things which I thought was a really great idea was to say, okay, for example, you've lost your iPad for a month, Mm -hmm. but you can practice behaviours with me which can get you... Less time. Less time. Probation. Probation. (laughs) So I thought, brilliant. This is such a great thing because I have taken that iPad away for a month and I mean it. Like when I drop a bomb, the bomb's dropped, mate, Mm -hmm. and you're not getting past me. That's not every single time. (laughs) Like when I mean it, I mean it. And so I get big in that moment. And I just thought that was a really, really great idea to say, go through them steps of like, what did you do? What could you do differently? This is what you've lost. This is how you can practice behaviours mm-hmm. with me and you can get them back. So we can even do a scenario. You can role play it almost. I think like, a really good episode to do, and that might even be our next episode, is Parenting Styles. Um, because I think that there are so many different parenting styles. Like my mm. my parenting style is completely different to your parenting style. Yeah, we're very different. Which is different to the girl up the road and yeah. the you know some of our other friends and what my sisters is and we all parent totally mm. differently. Whether we agree or not, what we do, like we all have the same as, intention. Yeah, to, as long to as raise your child, humans. Yeah, as long as your child is safe. Yeah, and like. They're learning as much as we're learning. Yeah. You know, I think that's what um, is important. I mean, if you come down to, like, the different parenting styles, like we mentioned at the very beginning, you've got helicopter parenting, you've got gentle parenting, you've got... Strict. Strict, yeah. All that different stuff. There was a show on recently about... It was great. I watched the show. It was really good. I think it was called Parenting. I'm not not sure. (laughs) It was a really good show. I know the one you mean. I have to look up what it's called, but it was really, really interesting. But, like, um, yeah, definitely there's that's a great one to do it on, and we can definitely get some guest speakers on on to the the idea of, like, you know, what what them drivers are to go in that direction of which parent in and mm. what disciplines work, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, and I think just to wrap it up, you know, 
discipline is only what's inside you because at the end of the day, you are going to have to put this into practice in your adult years. It's not going to be something that your parents can keep giving to you because we're not in control of our children. We can only give them the foundations and we can only give them Mm. the boundaries not to cross and the discipline to make good choices and things like this. But when they go into the adult world, that's the time when, for example, I might have spent my credit card, like all of it, maxed out my credit card in my early 20s, mm-hmm. but who cares? Because you know what? I didn't really see the value in money. There was, was free no, money. Well, because you don't, in, until you see the value in something, and it's difficult to discipline kids because they can't really see the value in what you're doing. We're mm-hmm. doing it so we make them decent hu- human beings. There's the value. But the child's not going to look at that and think, oh, my parents are just trying to do this to me to do better me. You know, that's the value. Mm-hmm. They don't see the value. So when they go into adulthood, that value of, for example, money might have been, don't get a credit card because you'll never get yourself out of debt. Well, that means nothing to you as a kid, yeah. does it? You really don't. They know the value. You don't. But then you get into, like, say, let's say, for example, for argument's sake, your 30s, and you're like, oh, I want to start buying a house. Then all of a sudden, you're going to get disciplined because you're going to see the value in Mm -hmm. having that good credit to be able to go and get that house. Yeah. So I think that, Well, as, as parents, when it comes down to, in a nutshell, it is our job, jobs as parents, to raise good human beings mm. and people who are, we have to give our kids the tools to be able to function as adults. But that means that they so practice it it's basically on in it's, life. Yeah, that's right. But it's not like the bird who kicks their chart, kicks their bird little chick out of the nest. You know, hey, learn to fly, boot, kick him out. You know, mm-hmm. we as parents, especially now that rental market's bad, relationships break down faster than they used to when they, we, you know, our parents were, you know, when our parents were younger, um, you know, we are very likely to have them come knocking on our door saying, hey, yeah, she cheated or hey, he left me. Um, I need help, mm-hmm. you know. But I would rather my child know that they have that safe space to come back to. But our job as adults is to give our child the self-discipline and the actual discipline to be able to function as mm-hmm. as older people in, in society. Because, like, time discipline, like, you got to go to a job, you got to be there on time, you'll lose your job. You know, um, you know, self-discipline with food. You can't just eat crap all the time because you're going to put on weight and you're going to get unhealthy and, you, you know, you're going to get, you know, you have problem, medical problems later on. Mm. They have to have discipline with, um, like, you know what, when I was little, mm. I was probably about five or six, I asked my dad on the way to the shop if we could stop and get lollies. Mm. And he said, no, no, not at the moment. And I said, when I'm older, I'm going to let my children eat lollies whenever they want. Mm. Eat my words now. Mm-hmm. Hell no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So. I say this to Jared all the time and he's like, oh, you're so mean. I wish he's got a friend whose mum let has like let him have some sweets when he was at a play date. I wish that she was my mum. And I was like, A, he won't get that all the time. Yeah. It's just because you was there. And B, you can you can say that to your kids if you want when you're older. But as your mum, I'm not letting you do that. Mm. And I said, and trust me, you'll change your mind. And he's looking at me and I'm thinking, yeah, this is way too far for your little mind. One ear out the other. <laughs> but it's like, that's the thing, isn't it? Like The main thing in adolescence is to step up and realise that you are reaching forward and finding your own paths, paths that come with discipline, yeah. you know. And, you know, like you say, we still need to be there as parents. We've got a job to A, not take it personally as they make mistakes and B be there to encourage the use of the support network that we've created because I don't personally feel like you were going to be the backup for every single problem that your kids get neither should you be no so you know and it's but not it's, it's nice to be able to, to be there if they, they mm. need you you know no, no doubt yeah 100% but but when they go in their first step into adolescence is to Hopefully, one of the main things, if they can teach themselves self-discipline from an early age, mm. I feel like that's a really good step to a good life. I really do. And I and, and that's the important thing about discipline is mm. that it sets you up for a good life. 
because if you can be disciplined in all the aspects that you just said finance healthy eating you know you know exactly see the value in the fact that you might go and work out or do a sport whatever it is if you see the value in that i keep fit i keep healthy but then if you're from a family that perhaps has never done that before then it's understandable they would never see the value in owning a gym membership but all of these things if you can have the discipline when they're in adolescence and they can see that as a really good foundation for growth and their path and their journey into adulthood it's so it's gonna it's gonna make life for them so much easier isn't it that's the bottom line i think so yeah Yeah. and and that's and you know just as parents we need to know what's gonna be good for them or not you know you know your child the best so like like i said with harry what I would discipline Aiden with would never work with Harry. Exactly. You know, if I tried to discipline Aiden like I discipline with Harry, Aiden would be a completely different child because yeah. I'm more lenient on Harry being the fact that he's got the delay. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, I think we could talk about this for, yeah, exactly. for hours. It could go into like different ages <laughs> and, you know, what's appropriate for an 18 month. Because at the end of the day, the 18 month, it is pretty natural for them to, to, to buy it. If that 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 mm. that's something that happens in daycare, yeah, you know, thankfully I haven't got a biter, but don't have a daughter that's getting bitten quite often. But I can understand that this is just something that is an appropriate thing to happen at that age, whether yeah. you know, and then there will be appropriate disciplines for that yeah. age group, you know. Yeah, so you're right. We could go on, you know, discipline strategies for preschoolers, teens, like it could go on forever, and oh, it would yeah. be a great great to get in some experts in this field i think it would be a really really interesting we have um, had a child psychologist yes express interest in coming in oh habitat. yeah i'm 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 so keen we, we will um look mm. into that it's just timing isn't it everybody you know yeah. how it's the, the year is flying how are we in September. September. I was just like, um, I was about to, <laughs> I was about to say um, October, but I'm putting an extra month no. on. But still, oh my god, it has literally gone so quick. Um, and although I'm quite happy, I've been disciplined enough to hit some of the goals that I wanted to achieve this year. So mm. yes. Well, I basically lost all of August. Mm. Um, you know, for 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 being very low, like a very low time in our family. Yeah. You know, and things are like I said at the beginning, things are just really just we we we're making it through. Yeah, Um, and you're at the early stages, but you know, speaking from experience of having the same loss this year, mm. um, as much as it's put a hole in my heart, and I don't think that that would ever be able to be filled, it has motivated me. Yeah, in a way, I've taken that that energy from that loss to be more of a motivated, well, forward for direction. It's one of the reasons we started this podcast mm. is because you needed an outlet to make sure yeah. that you could put your energy into. Exactly. So, and I'm, I will miss her every day, but at the yeah. same time, you know, loss is, loss is another thing. I suppose discipline comes into that. Mm. You've got to discipline yourself to understand that it's a circle of life, especially at the ages of that they've, you know, we're not losing um, somebody before. Well, you know, it is well, before time, but well, we, if you think about it this circle. way, being that we are in our 40s, we're mm. the eight, early 80s babies, mm-hmm. we are very lucky to have grandparents. Exactly. Have had grandparents. I've just lost my last grandparent. Mm. And we were so lucky to have them for so long. But this is it. Um, our kids aren't going to be that lucky. I don't know if I agree with you on that one, actually. You know? I think I probably disagree. I plan to live until 100. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky because my parents had me as young. So mm. my kids are going to grow up. My parents are 60 now. My son's, you know, almost 12. Yeah. My eldest son. So we'll have them for a good 20 years. I'm, to, I, I'm confident know. that my kids are going to have their grandparents I mean they've got their great grandparents in fact my son stayed with them last night Mm. they were the great grandparents and I think people are living longer so I feel as though like they're going to be more of an advantage to have but we're also having kids later as well so it's but we're also living longer our life expectancy is longer so um there is also that yeah and I'm you know on that note I'll discipline myself to make sure that I get to 100. <laughs> and that comes down to healthy, being yeah. healthy, being mentally and physically I'm doing 10,000 steps a day, you know. Good job. I know. I'm, I'm, And most days I've done it. If you've got to 12,000 on a few occasions, Oof. actually all it is is just walking to and from school yeah. twice a day. Easy. Yeah. Well, that's what they say, 30 minutes of walking a day. I do more than that You know, now. When, it starts, it. when it starts to warm up, I like to walk yeah. um, from the pub to pub. 
yeah. on the where we live. We've got two pubs within about a K of each other. Yeah. So you can walk from one pub up the beach to the next pub, yeah. have a coffee, walk back, yeah. and then that's a good hour walking. It's so, good. Yeah, yeah. I did it the other day. But also, I am um, I beat the rain this morning. Ha! Yes. Put myself did. in enough discipline to get up, and my daughter said, I want to walk. And I thought, ooh, look at them clouds. But I thought, you know what? Don't talk yourself out of it. You can beat that rain. And guess what? You I did. Awesome. <laughs> and on that note, we're yeah. going to have to leave you, because this is an extra long episode, and oh, we could talk oops. about this all day. You have been away a while, so, you know. I have, yes. <laughs> um, but we are going to be dropping a couple of Am I the Bellens on Tuesdays. Yes. So stay tuned for that, and um, have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening, guys. You can find us on all the socials, including Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for Coffee with Kathy and Claire and make sure that you follow and subscribe. Love you all. Bye. Bye.